Welcome to season two of Vitamins for Breakfast, your one-stop shop for all the vitamins you will ever need to help amplify your life. Last season, we featured amazing guests who boldly shared their life experience to you, the listener, in hopes to make you feel more connected through conversation. Fear not, this season we are coming at you again. More amazing people are here to share their life experiences, all the things that they have gone through, and everything that's made them a better person in efforts to help you feel less alone in the everyday chaos. I have made it my mission to provide content that allows people to feel like they're not alone because trust me, you're not. We're all going through the motions and we're all trying to figure it out. So stay tuned for this episode. You're going to get a lot of vitamins for breakfast. Today, I have a young woman who is truly inspiring for being so comfortable with who she is and honoring the woman she is becoming. She is born and raised in San Francisco, California, but she packed up, moved across the country to New York City about eight years ago to pursue her life goals. Sometimes, Mia gets caught up in the chaos of everyday life, but she keeps herself focused, understanding that it's all a part of the process. Thank you, Mia, for being here today. Thank you for having me. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm good. Mia got her braids done, and they look fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. You said they were knotless braids. Knotless. My scalp feels good. <laughs> feels like it's gaming. Yeah, right? <laughs> she looks so good. They're like a gray... Like a gray, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that gray look. It looks really dope. It's different. And I like it on your skin. Thank you. It looks really good. Compliments. (laughs) (laughs) And the moment I saw him, like, you look so pretty. (laughs) So um, let's get into it. Um, Today's interview is a little different with Mia. Um, Mia is not like, you know, someone I've known for years, like, or like a, a friend that I've had in my life for the longest time. I met Mia through my boyfriend. So my boyfriend's friend is dating Mia. So I met Mia, like, I want to say, what, two years ago I met you? It was like two years ago. Yeah, so I met you, and then since then, it's like, yeah, you know, kind of like when there's get-togethers, I kind of see you, but I don't really know you. I know the gist of of little things about her, like I said... She was born and raised in San Francisco, although she said it's actually from Palo Alto, <laughs> which is the Bay Area. Yeah. So she can still work the That's West Side. <laughs> so she's um, from California, and she packed up eight years ago, 2011, and came to New York City. Yup. Um, tell me a little bit about growing up in San Francisco. Oh my gosh! So yeah, um, I'm originally from Palo Alto, which is about 45 minutes south of San Francisco. Okay. It's like heart of Silicon Valley, so like very techy. Oh. Okay, that's, um, what, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, yeah. it's techie and it's like, well, isn't it kind of expensive? Yeah, okay. where it's expensive. But uh-huh. um, my grandparents bought a house in like the 60s or the 60s. So like they, they got were smart. Good yeah, they were smart, smart yeah. Like investments. Word. So my family actually like owns the house, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, and we don't pay like goo gobs of money like our neighbors do for yeah. property taxes. But anyway, Stanford University is there. Mm-hmm. Um, then, of course, San Francisco, which is very vibrant, um, very liberal area. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll say that there's not, you know, like conservative people, but like for the <laughs> most part, it's very liberal. Yeah, um, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, California. California is a whole. Yeah, that, and that's what I wanted to know too. California, California as a whole is like rated like on number one in progressive. Yeah. Like they're super progressive. As we, as we know, like marijuana is not like illegal. It's not a big deal there. Right. They have, you know, farms and farms of it. You know, it's not yeah. a big deal. They're super progressive. Um, and that's what I've always been curious about, you know, what's, what was, what was it growing up as, you know, someone of color? Because I, I don't yeah. know what California is really like. Yeah. So, um, it was very interesting because Palo Alto and my preschool, middle school, elementary school, high school, all mm-hmm. in Palo Alto, it's very white. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very white. And, mm-hmm. um, also... Uh, there's like a large Asian population, really? and there's not a lot of black people. I wonder. Yeah. Did, like, <laughs> okay, <hard>. okay. <laughs> That's what I wanted to know. So I, I kind of imagine there was mo- most of it. The ratio was probably there was more whites and Asians versus mm-hmm. maybe Latinos and African Americans. African. Yeah. So I was wondering. I was like, what was that experience like for you growing up in school, being? you know probably I don't know like what were you like one of two like yeah really <laughs> so for at least in my elementary school for a while it was like one of two and then I was the only one. Oh my god and then when I moved to a new middle school which is actually all girls which is very interesting um oh, really yeah I was like one of three. Oh my gosh um there were a couple like mixed well actually technically one of two and then there were like two mixed race okay mixed with white yeah mixed with white so they still had they still had sprinkled but um yeah I I mean we were all cool yeah um but we weren't really like good buddies or friends so I never really had a good black friend until college Ooh, yeah that's so interesting mm-hmm. so how was a uh, touch base a little bit of what that was like the social aspect of yeah. it yeah so you were you were you <clears throat> i'm assuming you had more white friends then oh yeah and how, <laughs> how did they make did they ever make you feel different or no it was like uh i mean not really or not anything where it was malicious right right um they they were awesome, and like I still am really good friends with them. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, there were instances where I was like, okay, I do feel really different. Okay. Um, like me with my hair. I understand. Um, like I wanted to straighten my hair like them, but like it doesn't really, you know, yeah. <laughs> it's not quite the same. Or like, um, <laughs> even with like, <clears throat> like family dynamics. Yeah. Um, like I have three half-siblings and like all my white friends have like you know these two parents are like never divorced yeah. and they don't have half-siblings yeah and, yeah you know so that was like kind of Different. weird and yeah. I sometimes would like lie about family stuff so I could be more like them oh my god sometimes like uh my friends like siblings or their parents would make kind of like snide comments and I don't know if they meant it to be rude or yeah. anything but yeah. it was just like okay like I get it that I'm different and that I'm black and I'm yeah. in this very white area that um, is so crazy but yeah like one time one of my friends was like talk black to me and I was like I don't know what that oh, means oh, oh, oh. <laughs> or like <laughs> now that you're adult do, yeah. you, do you know what that means still like no I get it now I get what they were trying to say yeah, but like, I don't know what no that means. no there's no one way there's no one way like yeah. that's crazy 
Yeah, or like whenever I would get braids, they would ask me, I mean, not some of my friends, but some of my classmates would ask me, is that horse hair? Is that like your real hair? Oh my God. And I was like, that's really awkward because you're making me feel like I'm other. And, right. And I just don't like feeling that I'm, you know, other. Other. You know, super different. And, and especially, I think the hardest part too is not having that many, you know, others around yeah. you and then feeling like you really have to defend your own by yourself. Yeah. And then what you do is you just feel like you want to assimilate. Like, I just want to be like them because it's easier. Yeah. Because I'm not then, you know, ostracized or different. Right, that's, exactly. That's rough. Yeah, so that was like hard. Yeah. And then because that pocket of the Bay Area is also just like a lot of wealthy families. Yeah. There was like this whole socioeconomic difference between me and a lot of my friends. Like, mm-hmm. me and my parents are not rolling in the dough. We're mm-hmm. just basic middle class right. but a lot of my friends like their parents are millionaires I was friends with a couple billionaires it was Ooh. just like very different it was so hard going from like my house to like their mansions oh and like it just or like when we were go shopping together it's like they could afford to buy a lot more than like I could oh my um, but my parents were also very uh, aware of the differences, the differences. so they, they tried their best to make sure that I wasn't like me to yeah. feel so different. Yeah. yeah, that's so awesome. And you you mentioned before that your your mom worked at an airline. Yeah, United. Yes, yeah, so she's been working there at thirty to so thirty five yeah, years. Thirty five years. So she's put in her time. She's been working there <laughs> for quite some time. For quite some time. And your mom having access to that, did you guys travel a lot when you were a kid? Yeah, we traveled like a whole lot. Oh my um, god, where'd you go? Give like list a few places. Yeah, we went to London. Uh, how old were um, you when you went to London? I was in middle school. I think I was. Oh my god, yeah, it's I like an adult school. goal now. Right? I know, right? She's been. Really Back. Oh my god. And then I also went to man, where else did we go? We went to Amsterdam together. That was also in middle school. And then we went to China together. That was cool. She's was, listing it like it's not. <laughs> these are big places. Yeah, and so at such a young age, like I can only imagine your person. That's why like you moving across country probably didn't feel as you know, life changing as it might go to someone who's never done any type of move before, or has, has, has ever went somewhere so far. Yeah, that's crazy. So you went to China, Amsterdam, London. Um, gosh, where else? And as a family too. Everywhere. That's beautiful. Yeah. So that was fun. Oh my god. Um, and like we still, she flies to Asia a lot, so yeah. I'm able to hop with her on her work trips abroad. So I just went to China with her. March. Oh my god. And then I went to Singapore with her that's so last beautiful. year. Yeah. Sounds like awesome. you guys have a, like a, a good relationship. Where we're tight. That's awesome. And it's always been like that. Yeah. That's so dope. And you definitely need that, especially like in the environment that you were in, feeling a little ostracized and different, like so long as your family was solid, yeah. you didn't feel as, you know, disconnected. Because to go home and it for it to be a disconnection there too Word. can be like also fucked up yeah <laughs> what it's simple yeah thank so god I, I, I kind of mentioned like that confidence that you probably developed of traveling because you were like hey you know we travel it's not a big deal you've been on a you've been in the plane since you were middle school yeah. like you know so tell me a little bit about like what got you to new york from cali yeah so um 
What made you come? I mean, I know yeah. you know New York City is like great, but what made you come here? Word. Well, I was applying to colleges, yeah. and I wanted to go to film school. Um, I don't know, like there wasn't really a moment where I knew I wanted to go to film school. Yeah, it was just like moments over time. So when I was applying, I was like, hey, film school, and yeah. I applied to NYU. Uh-huh. And like 18 other colleges, I was just like sitting in all those applications. Yeah. And NYU put me on the wait list, mm-hmm. but I committed to a school in Los Angeles. And then I got off the wait list like really quick from NYU. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is like a top tier film yeah. school, so I, I have to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, oh, you got in. Yes, yeah, so I got in. Oh, yeah. Because you said you got off the wait list. I'm like, what, what happened? Like, oh, yeah. So you got in. Oh, I my God. In. That's so awesome. Yeah. So, of course, that's why you came. Hell yeah. yeah. You got to come. And it's so different than California and the suburbs. Yeah. So I was like, I just want to try something that's completely out of my comfort zone. So, yeah. Oh I was like, I'll just do it. Damn, that, that confidence. Where did that confidence really come from to feel so comfortable doing like leaving your family and you're so like you said you're so tight with your mom and yeah. you just you just left. Yeah. I just left my parents were like so nervous. Yeah. Um I mean they've lived all over the country too. My mom was a military vet, she's lived all over the world, but they were just so afraid to let their youngest go. Yeah, <laughs> to New York of all places. Yeah. Um but I made friends really fast, and so they knew that I had like a good support system. I gotcha, and yeah. I became tight with some professors, and I had some family in the New Jersey area. So you didn't upstate, feel so, so disconnected. Yeah, that's awesome. So and then cool. you you said you studied film. Yeah. So what you graduated from NYU in, in film? Yeah, also journalism. Oh, I as majored a there. It was a double a double, double major. Girl, <laughs> you were doing it. You were I doing was, it. Violating. I, there were some times where I was just like crying in the library at like 5 a.m., like pulling an all nighter. Yeah, you're like, this isn't worth, worth it. it. Yeah, right. Like, I was so many parents, I don't know if I'm going to graduate on time. This is like everyone. Like, yeah. everyone always gets to that point in college. It's usually by junior year, you're like, I'm fucking tired. Yeah. Damn. Oh my god, yeah. I'm like so like in awe. That's so awesome. And so like now you like what is what is really your goal with your with with film? You yeah. Know? Uh, my ultimate goal is to write and direct. Ooh, um, I can see that. Yeah, I yeah. just love storytelling. Ooh, um, that's I've always loved storytelling. Yeah. But um, yeah. But currently, I work in sound. Right. Uh, which is like not the ultimate goal. Yeah. <laughs> it's let's something get, that I know how to do. Let's get into it a little bit. All right. You you told me that you are a sound production assistant. Now, what is that for people who just never heard of that? Before? Word. So yeah, I work. Um, one of my many jobs is a sound <laughs> PA on Impractical Jokers. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, in addition to also being a regular PA when they need me. Yeah. Um, but I work exclusively with the sound team and kind of like whatever they need. Yeah. I do. <laughs> so I also get to work with like sound equipment, which is awesome, and like tinkle with that and like really get to know like what it takes to, you know, work in TV. Yeah. Uh, I think that's really awesome. specifically. Yeah. yeah, I think that's really awesome when I think about it because you're learning really like the ins and outs and that, you know, everything. You want to get to the point where you are writing and directing. Yeah. But if you have all this foundation that you built on the, like, um, 
how everything gets done, like from what they need. You said like you wear different hats on set. So yeah. I'm assuming you're seeing everything, you're working with actors, you kind of know where you, you, everything. You're kind of you're touching base on everything. So when it comes time for you to be in that position, uh-huh. you have sufficient experience. Yeah. Plus awesome. I like didn't want to be um I mean, you know, the a lot of industries are so like dude heavy. Yeah. And, like, a lot of women are, I mean, not to like, this is not at all to like shit on women who are like producers or like coordinators or anything like that, but I just love being technical and women who are into like the technical stuff like camera, sound, lighting. Um, there's not that much Yeah, there's not that much. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And yeah. I like getting my hands dirty. I love that, yeah. So um, it was really important to me that... I use technical skills in the industry. I feel like I also just gain respect quicker that way. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's uh, that's really a, honestly you're strategizing. Yeah, you're being. This is not just like I think a lot of people get engulfed with the idea of film. Oh, I want. I just work. want. Yeah, you know, it's like the work that it really takes. You know, you have to be willing to possibly take a route that you know it's going to benefit you ultimately it might not be like necessarily what you want to do like you said i'm good at sound but yeah. it's not really what i want to do yeah. but i'm good at it so i'm going to use it mm-hmm. and that's really smart it's a really good way to go about it yeah and i mean t- just tell us a little bit about what your day day-to-day is like working on impractical jokers like, like <laughs> what is that like like i'm assuming you're laughing a lot like yeah there are times where i'm laughing a ton um and there's times that i'm crying a ton. yeah right <laughs> basically there are times where I'm like, I just need a break right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, I'm laughing every day. They're so funny. I mean, but there's also times where it's really stressful. Right. Um, because, I mean, you know, nothing is perfect and yeah. things can fuck up last minute. Yeah. And, but we're also on, like, a time crunch, but we're also trying not to let the public know that we're there. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Okay. But it's like, um... I mean, we're there at locations, like, ass early in the morning, like, right. 4, 5, 6, 7 a.m. Yeah. And then, um, You'll after be there. a certain point, we're hiding, but we're usually in, like, pretty early, like, 3, 4, 5 p.m. That's so interesting, because I, I do background work. Yeah. I, like, do central casting, so, like, I go to background, I see the, the, your, your, who, who, your, your role on yeah. set, you know, a PA, I see them. And I see what they have to do. And, so, and I'm just like, I think a lot of people admire the idea of being that person. But I, I they seem really stressed. Because All they, the time. Yeah, they, they have to like make sure that this is okay and that's okay. And they're getting paid. Like, hey, this, this, yeah. this. And I'm just like, dude, you're really like not... They're bummed to the pool. Like, what, what do you do to kind of cope with the stress that comes with... The job. Yeah, I just have to know that whatever someone's stressed out about, it's not personal. Mm. And that... Um, That's true. That, like, whatever happens today, like, I'll leave that there and I'm not going to carry that home or I'm not going to carry it into tomorrow. Wow. I just kind of have to, like, shake it off. Sure. Yeah. And, ha- and, I mean, how do you feel like um, you've managed to get to that point with it? Because I realize, like, for me personally, it's, like, it is easy for me to say, I'm going to just shake it off. And when I go home, my ass is still thinking about it. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> how do you, how do you really, like, how do you get, how do you really full-fledged feel that? Like, yeah. and I'm like, help me. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't know how I got there. Yeah. I just think that, 
Yeah, that's such a good question. Well, I think like pretty recently I learned that a lot of things are temporary and yes, like, they are. like pain or you yeah. know, some emotions are temporary and that um, some fights that you might get into or quarrels that you might get into, disagreements, like mm -hmm. um, eventually you're going to get over them, the other person's going to get over it. Yeah. Um, and that like things can change and um, just not to let things bother you. Like it just makes your life so much easier. It's and you know, just you, free. you say all that in the work environment and I'm sitting here thinking like, you must apply that in your relationship because it's like <laughs> really honestly, the only way for relationships to withstand yeah. is if you do apply everything you had you had just mentioned. Okay. So you're you're applying you you feel like you've learned this and this is like a skill that you're applying to like everything in your life. Yeah. Um, yeah, like in my relationships, mm -hmm. friendships, relationships with you know family. Yeah. Like whatever we like might get into. It's just not that deep. Yeah. Um, you start realizing the yeah. older you become. Yeah. Richer. Yeah. Exactly. And nobody's perfect. And, yeah. you know, people have flaws, as do I. And, you know, you just really learn to work with or love the other person. And yeah, yeah. You just have to accept the person for who they are. Yeah. I don't know. It's That's just. So um, yeah. Plus, you just have to choose your battles. Exactly. Like, is this really worth getting into? Like, is yeah. this going to affect me and us later on? Right. Am Probably I going to deplete my energy? Exactly. This? this is another thing that I'm realizing. A lot of people, like, in their 20s are having heart attacks. Uh, and I'm like, what is happening? I think oh that we God. are exhausting too much energy to the wrong things. Yeah. We think things are really, like, catastrophic. Like, the, the world is ending. Oh, my God. That's so true. And it's like, we need to... That's why, like older people are like man y'all really weak like y'all y'all cry over nothing like and, and you really got to build up a tolerance so i definitely feel like you do got to pick your battles because if you're gonna exhaust that much energy on like let's say a metro card that like stole your money when you oh. swiped <laughs> like, nah, yes. when it comes time for a real life problem you might have a heart attack yeah right exactly yeah. So exactly. I, I'm always left like you do have to pick your battles. That's definitely true. Mm. At the beginning of the podcast, we had spoke a little bit about you said you didn't really make friends like black friends until college, right? Yeah. I'm just a little curious, like how how did that maybe shift your perspective on yourself once you did kind of surround yourself around right. people of color? You you know now you're like you're not feeling uncomfortable by your hair or you're not feeling yeah. kind of like you know our families are kind of the same. Mm -hmm. Like we can at least identify. Yeah. Like how did that how did that change your perspective? a little bit oh man and then you came here to new york was super diverse super diverse um so tell me oh my god it was really eye-opening yeah. um <laughs> i um my goal freshman year was to find a black roommate <laughs> <laughs> that was like i was like i have to i'm not gonna get paired out with like no one random, yeah. no random white girl. Yeah. I want a black roommate and I oh found one and we're like still best friends. Um, oh, that's so awesome. But yeah, it was just like, um, I definitely felt <laughs> the more black friends I made, um, the more like, I hate to say like white I felt, but like, <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I really grew I'm, up in a white ass environment. Yeah, I wonder that because um, I'm pretty 
pretty sure sometimes people might even hear you and think like, oh, like, because it's just like a, a thing. Like, if you right. sound a little bit white, which is like, uh-huh. people really old to me is like intelligent, which means it's so weird. It's yeah, like, it is real There's weird. no way that you, you know, you're black, if, you know? Yeah. So how was, how was that when people were probably maybe putting you like, oh, she's an Oreo or, yeah, you know, putting totally. you in that category. Uh-huh. You were like, hey, man, like, I just grew up in the environment. I'm trying to yeah. figure myself out. Exactly, like, I'm trying to figure myself out. Yeah, cut me a break. Word. Um, <laughs> <so> <laughs> one of um, my roommate in college, I mean, I had um, technically 13 roommates. Yeah. Um, 13? Yeah, because we lived on this giant, like, open floor space. Oh, shoot. Um, it was like this weird situation. We were all good friends, but my specific roommate... Uh-huh. Um, it was funny. I mean, I laugh about this now. I laughed at it then. Yeah. But she told one of our other roommates, you know, um, it was something along the lines of, have you ever met a person that's just clearly never met black people? That's Mia. <laughs> and I was like, okay. You're like, okay, I get it. <laughs> there were some references that I didn't get. Right, right, right. I mean, right. I, there's some music that I just don't listen to. Yeah. Um, There's probably some movies you never watched. Yeah. Like, I, uh, my parents, like, really uh, didn't want me to use the N-word, as they said. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I yeah. never, when I say it now, it's so awkward coming out of my mouth. So I just don't ever say it. Oh, I um, Yeah. So, and my siblings are much older than me. It's, yeah. like, 6, 10, 14 years older than me. So, oh, like. shoot. And um, they're my house siblings, so they didn't live in the same household, so I didn't really have like someone to lean on and be like, "Teach me this." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. Yeah. It was you so ever saw weird. Friday After Nights? I saw Friday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are some things that my boyfriend is like, "Trying to get you to believe." Yes. You're not. You see, that's the thing that like also like fucks with me too because I never race never became a parent to me until college yes it never I never I never thought about it really like mm-hmm. it was sometimes here and there I grew up like in, in a school where there wasn't that many white people but there were South Americans and they were white you know they, mm-hmm. but their skin was oh, white word, yeah. so it was more of like you're the black Latina you know uh-huh. so then it wasn't until like college where there is a bunch of white kids and they only see you as, as black they don't oh, care that yeah. you're they don't care about none of that no. they're just like you're black yeah. and so it's like that's when it became apparent to me and I realized that I was treated a little differently yeah. and I was like oh shit like race wasn't a thing I really thought of until I became older in college mm. and I just remember liking anything like if I liked That's So Raven if I liked The Spice Girls yeah. if I liked Backstreet Boys uh-huh. like I wasn't thinking about it I just was consuming media you know I just thought right. it was great but then it's like when I do hang around about like African American women it's kind of like girl that's what you like and that's what you listen to and I'm yeah. just like I just liked it you know <laughs> and it's just like I feel like I'm also now learning about the culture a little bit also. Yeah. But it's, it to me, I'm not African-American. I'm Latina. So it's yeah. always, I always come with a conflict because I know appearance-wise, I look black to yeah. someone who's just looking at me. Uh-huh. So that's why it's confusing to me. I'm always left like, I don't know what I'm supposed to like. Like, it's not that obvious. Like, immigrant parents. It's not, oh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, I'm the first generation here. Oh my god, yeah, that's another so it's, layer to Yeah, it. so it's so confusing, and that's why I think that I hate so much is that there's so many labels and people have been yes. trained that you're supposed to put somebody, someone in a box, uh-huh. and it's just like, I don't fit in a box because I'm, I, I can't, you know? Yeah! I have all these outliers that make me different. Like, for you, you mentioned 
your parent, your your grandparents purchased the house. You guys weren't necessarily paying for anything. You guys were just living there. Yeah. So you were able to sustain an area that there was billionaires. Yeah. So you guys had all these different outliers that that's why you were able to experience life the way you did. Yeah. And your mom had dedicated her life to a job that permitted you guys to travel. So you were building a different perspective and mm-hmm. you were learning about life differently. And the people were like, hey, wait, you're black. What's going on? Like, you're yeah. supposed to like all these things. You're supposed to be doing this. Oh, stuff. my God. I got that all the time. And it's confu- it's, it leaves you confused. It really does. And it still does. Yeah. You know? still yeah, working no through it. Yeah, you're still working through it. And then I think the, the ultimate goal is to really just feel like I'm not anything, really. Like, I'm not meant to be anything yeah. constrained. And even like you said, like, you're not only a woman. You're a woman of color mm. getting into the industry of film. Yeah. And the technical side... Yeah. That's a whole different thing. Whole different thing. You are really taking it by storm. You're like, listen, I know, <laughs> girl, you know, but I'm taking, I'm, I'm, I'm taking down all these, um, these constraints and all these, yeah. these, uh, expectations Word. of yeah. what someone's supposed to be and how someone's supposed to be. Yeah, yeah. I really try and like break those stereotypes. Molds. Yeah, those yeah, stereotypes. Molds. yeah, all of that. Um, and I love that about you. That's why I said, like, Let's when I try. when I when I first met you, you were just very eccentric and yeah. very kind of like expressive. Uh-huh. And I was just like, uh, how do you do that? You know? How are you so comfortable? Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, you're. I'm glad I'm giving that off. <laughs> That's so That's awesome. So funny. Yeah, my roommate was like, "You're so weird," but I love it. You're like, yeah. I'm not weird. I'm just Mia. Weird. Yeah, I'm just me. I just yeah. wish it could just really be that simple. I know. Like, like I really love like rock music and metal yeah. music, and I would go to warp tours and stuff. What is a warp tour? It's like it, it was this traveling like rock festival that like traveled like nationwide in the summer. So like it's a big thing to go to in the summer. Yeah, and you can meet your favorite bands and stuff. But it was like mostly like rock. Ska, like pop emo, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, like if you're a fan of Fall Out Boy, you probably went to Warp Tour kind of thing. I heard they're going on, co- uh, on uh, a concert. Oh my god, I heard, I heard that. I heard about um, that. I will not be going. <laughs> I like them, but that was like a different phase of my life. <laughs> She's like, I'm not a part of that I'm anymore. Not a part of that anymore. <laughs> That's so interesting. But yeah, I I like just accepted the fact that I'm just. A little weird and maybe just a little different, but yeah. like it's just who I am, and mm-hmm. I think I really have a great support group of family and friends right. that just like make you, know, you feel so like you're yeah, in, you're in the right place, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's I think all the biggest thing that we really want as as people is just to kind of feel accepted and how, yeah. how we are and who we are, especially if you're not someone who kind of fits the molds were because for a long time I definitely was trying to just fit into like having the straight hair and yes, you know oh you, my just, God. you just want to look her yeah you just want to look like you know like yeah. you f- fit into it all you really do um I'm really really curious about um like what is your what is really your goals like now like you're in New York and you're doing yeah. this like um, you know, you're taking everything by storm. Word. Getting to know yourself as as a person, mm-hmm. uh, along with you know your the race and everything. Now that's become something that we need to focus on, although yeah. we never did. But like, what you know, what what is your goal? What is really your goal with 
your career and, and you said you wanted to do like um, a, a writer and a director yeah like what are you what are you doing to to get that done like yeah um, I'm writing I mean I'm just writing shorts right now I yeah, haven't yeah. written anything like feature you got a blog or anything no I don't have a blog get a blog maybe I should yeah well, I read your stuff <laughs> for real oh stop it you, got, you do short stories um, I haven't done short stories. I've mainly just been working on scripts. Oh, um, so screen, oh, yeah. screenplay. Is that what it's but, called? Yeah. Screenplay. Okay. Mm-hmm. But like, maybe I should do short stories. I mean, I know that some screenwriters do kind of dabble in like writing in other forms, like short stories yeah. or whatever. Yeah. But right now I'm just working on like a script. Um, and then sending it out to festivals. That's like my next goal once I'm like happy with what I want to do. Yes. And then just kind of like seeing what I get from that. Like, do I get an award? Like, I want to see like what the general public thinks. And then, um, me and one of my best friends, um, who also kind of like, she's also kind of like me, um, She's like she's half Ecuadorian. Oh, okay, okay. Like her favorite book is Gone with the Wind. And so like we're all like, but she also likes, you know, punk, emo, rock, metal music like me. So like we connected. Yeah, yeah. So um, she does camera work and I do writing. So it's like we kind of want to make something together. Yeah, Um, yeah. But yeah, so hopefully. I mean, I already made like a couple short films already. Yeah, yeah. Where? Okay, what is that? How do how do we find it? You know what? You're gonna give me the links. Okay, I'll give you the link. And I'm gonna put it in the, in the on the podcast. Okay. And then my other short film, I'm still editing it. I really like fell out of love with it, so I stopped editing it. I feel you. Um, I mean, as did my editor. <laughs> but now I'm like, you know what? Like, too many people like pour their heart and soul, like, especially my actors, yeah, into this film. And I raised so much money and spent so much of my own money that I'm still paying off. <laughs> I feel you. So I like gotta finish it. But there's like a trailer, a teaser for it online. Okay, that's another thing. Yeah, right? so we're definitely awesome. gonna drop in there yeah. so you guys can check out. I definitely, guys, want I want you guys to follow her on her journey. She's definitely uh, coming into herself more and more every day, and it's gonna reflect more and more in your work because the more comfortable and confident yeah. you become with who you are and what you're trying to project and what you're trying to give out to the world mm-hmm. i feel like it's gonna just become more and more genuine and feel more more connected to you yeah and usually people connect to people who are really you know making it purposeful and it has a meaning and everything like that yeah. so i'm definitely excited for what you got going on Thank you guys you. definitely gotta follow me i'm gonna drop also her instagram and everything like that <laughs> follow me <laughs> Before we finish, I love to finish off the podcast with like just a, a question. It's like my pageant question. So <gasps> it's like a it's like a, a pageant question where you know you just give me your best answer, but not really. It's not oh, like that at all. It's just pretty much you know just to cap it off, just okay. like a question. Okay. Um, between L.A., <laughs> San Fran, California, <laughs> let's say, and New York City. Yes. Tell me. Three amazing things about California and three amazing things about New York City. Oh, wow. So you got a long one. You know, it's six answers. Yeah, right? <laughs> Tell me three amazing things about Cali. Okay, um, California, it's just... 
I mean, one, the weather. Oh, <laughs> sun. I just, it's so hard here in the winter I that I was like, I, I gotta go back. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> West. Yeah. Um, the weather, also, the people. It's just, the people, I mean, in both San Francisco and LA, I don't really like LA as much, to yeah. be honest. Yeah. Um, but they're just nicer, mm-hmm. I find. Um, just people, like, I, uh, sometimes in the mornings in high school when I would walk to my ice skating lessons in the morning, like, people would pass me on the street and be like, hello, how are you? Good morning. Yeah, good morning. (laughs) And I just don't get that as much here. Oh, no. I kind of miss that connection. No. (laughs) People are brushing past you. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Shoulder checking you. Yeah. Yeah. And, um... Number three. Number three. Ooh, that's so hard. Ooh, there's Um, only two things that can come out California. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, um... So, I said the weather. Yes. The, the people. niceness of the people, genuine people, yes. and you okay, I'm going to split this into two. Uh-huh. It's 3A and 3B. Probably <laughs> the progressiveness of California is yeah. what I just totally love about this state. Yeah. Um, especially when it comes to, like, immigrants, um, weed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just everything. Yeah. Even recently when Gavin Newsom was like, we're not going to kill any more inmates. That's, like, inhumane. I was like, yes! That's no. great! We shouldn't be killing people. In- really. <laughs> I don't think. It should I mean, be a prerequisite on yeah, life. Should- <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, And then B, I just really miss uh, all the Asian food in California. <laughs> I mean, Asia's right there. I mean, New York has great Asian food, don't get me wrong, but, like, mm-hmm. in the Bay Area, like, it's Fun. so much, really? and I just um, I miss that. It's Ooh. just not the same for me out here as yeah. it is back there. Ooh, I gotta try it. Word. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. So go ahead, tell me three things about New York. I feel like it's gonna be easy for you. Yeah, I think your heart is here. Oh my god. Yeah. I mean, basically, I haven't left yet. Yeah. Um, New York. It's just. There's always something to do. <laughs> yeah. Always something I to know. do. I'm never bored yeah. ever. Like no matter what time of day. Yeah. Could be dead of night. Yes. There's something for literally everyone. And yeah. I love how everyone's New York experience, whether you're a native or a transplant or what. Yeah, um, yeah. It's different and unique. It's like my New York experience is different from uh, both of my roommates and New York experiences yeah. and like I just love that it's yeah. just it's such a colorful city beautiful that's such a good way to, to explain yeah, yeah. Oh, thank you <laughs> it is super colorful man yeah. literally like this shit <laughs> city's always got different colors the lights is oh, on word I yeah. just I was never bored um yeah and two um I just, I mean, this is maybe not so much New York, but maybe East Coast Mm -hmm. in general. Um, I love that I can just easily get from one state to another. Uh, (laughs) In California, it takes so long to get to any other state or country, perhaps, if you're trying to go to Mexico. Um, 
I never, I never took time to think about that. Yeah. That's so true. And I just like each day is so different and unique, and I just love that I can just hop on a train or yeah. take a car ride, and I'm like in a different. So state. wait, did so cool. I am Jack and Cali? But you're gonna be on that train for a minute. Yeah, for a long time. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you might as well just drive. Yeah, or take a plane. But yeah, traffic a is a bitch, too, I heard. Oh, it's bad. Ooh. It's bad. Yeah, so I avoid driving at certain times of day back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, definitely just uh, the ability just to travel, so travel to different areas. Yeah. And they're all so different from one another. That's so cool to me. Yeah. And then I guess three. So hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a pageant it's question. So, yeah, right? It's a passion question. Um, I guess I also gotta say the people. Right. The people I've met here, and I'm mostly talking about the New York natives more so than the transplants because I don't think they really count. And right, yeah, absolutely um, not. <laughs> yeah. No. They're bringing whatever they got from that state over here. Right. <laughs> but the New York natives that I met are just. They're so funny. I just find New Yorkers so funny. Yeah, because we're crazy. Yeah, you're crazy. <laughs> I just know how to have such a good time. Yeah. I'm like never bored with you guys. Yeah. And you guys are so like, once we get to know you and like, you know, we're not just strangers on the street. You guys are so nice and so genuine and yeah. just like, there's no, like, there's nothing false that oozes out of New Yorkers. You guys are just yeah. very real, very upfront. Uh-huh. And, um... Yeah, you guys are also just like very loyal and yeah. just like very, um, I don't know, you really take care of your own. Yeah. And I just it's that hungry love mentality. That. Yeah. yeah. Like we literally gotta eat because if we don't, we're, and guys we're always <laughs> hustling and yeah. that's very inspiring. Yeah. And I also just love the New York accent. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I don't, I don't hear it. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, damn, we do? I've been places where like, oh, are you from New York? I'm oh, like, yeah. what? <laughs> what did I say? <laughs> I do. Um, but it's funny because I, someone in my building, she's from New York. She was like, you have an accent. And I was like, yeah. I have an accent. You have an accent. <laughs> yeah, I'm going back to Utah. Yeah, you have an accent. You have an accent. <laughs> yeah. That's but, so funny. Um, yeah, I just, I just love the way you guys talk. <laughs> I just wish I had a New York accent. I'm so, it's, it's gonna pick up, I'm sure, the longer you say it. Yeah. That's what I heard. Yeah, it's gonna stick on to you a little bit. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming, Mia. Thanks You're for having so me, awesome. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Like I said, I'm dropping all her stuff in the bio so you guys can check it out. Check it out. Check out her stuff, follow her. And you know, when she drops her movie, y'all better be there. Yeah, so watch go check it. it out, okay? It's a horror film. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Mia, you're awesome. Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. Bye, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you walked away from this podcast feeling more enlightened, more connected, and just more empowered. It is my mission to create a platform where people can create connection through conversation. I thank you so much for taking time to listen to today's podcast. And I do ask you to share it with anyone that you feel can benefit from a little vitamins for breakfast.